When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep waters, deep waters, deep waters. The way you take control of a population is you slowly create sort of, you take control of the entire narrative and create it as the truth, nothing but the truth, the truth, uh, and nothing but the truth. Okay, so in other words, let's just take, everybody's screaming about vaccine passports. They go, no, 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 there's not gonna, no vaccine passports. You're not gonna have to show proof of your vaccine on your phone. That, we, that of course not, we understand, no, no, but it's an honor system, okay? Well, guess what? Of course you have to have a vaccine passport now. So I, I cannot get into anything unless I show on my phone, unless they scan on my phone that they well, can track. Well, here's where their problem's gonna come. Cause technically, Brian, two weeks after your vaccination, you are considered unvaccinated. Well, no, you're considered vaccinated. It's no, just you're not, you're, you're considered unvaccinated. No, you're vaccinated, it's just that you, you uh, no, you're considered vaccinated. That's like, see, what, if you start talking that way, you're gonna miss the point of what I think is a larger issue, which would be at the end of the day, I can't get anywhere. I cannot get anywhere without scanning my phone. Well, Brian, I'm going to tell you that there are a lot of states slowly, surely pushing back. And, you know, you got to ask yourself, uh, like, what what hill do you die on? Well, let me, let me, let me, here's where the, the hill I die on is when, when people start to, when political ideologues start to take over my child's education. And let's just take race as an example. Uh, children in elementary school are being taught about racism. <clears throat> now you can, you can teach racism from, a very, from many different angles. One, you could say, don't judge a person by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. What you have to understand is that that definition is no longer considered part of the solution or even even uh, anti, that's it, not even considered good. It's considered complicit with racism. Why? Why? Why is Martin Luther King's original message considered not good enough? Because assimilation now, if you, if you, if there's a new, there's a new theory on racism and how to combat racism called anti-racism. To say you're not racist means you're still a racist. Why? Because if you are part of the system, this system that we live in, and you are neutral, if you're neutral, you are a racist. Now that's why they always say, you can be black and be a racist, you can be Asian and be a racist. It's you can so be dumb, and listening to this is infuriating me that, now Brian, you've done very well in your life, you know, you've worked hard, you made, I don't know how specific you wanna get right now, but it's like, is this a public school issue we're talking this about? This is a or private, a private school, school, but it's, it's coming to our public schools, and let me tell you why. 
So if so, it's not enough to be neutral. Let me explain what now. Now I want to I want to quote from the anti-racist book. So Ibram Kendi wrote a book called How to Be an Anti-Racist. I've read it. See the difference with me is I read I read all these things. Yeah, or and you, I get li- deep or and you I listen deep. to it on tape. I, well, actually, in this case, I well. am listening to Ibram Kendi read it to me because I want to hear him speak <laughs> into my ear. I want to hear his emphasis. Okay, okay, it's very okay. important because okay. he's a very good speaker, okay. and I want to hear him speak it into my ear. There's a big, and I did that on purpose. Now, now, real quick, have we done any research on who this gentleman is? Yeah, Ibram Kendi is 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 essentially a an essayist, uh, a quote unquote political philosopher, an academic. But like, what is his upbringing? Who his is mom? He? His mom was a computer. Um, uh, she did something in in um, uh, tech sales or something. His dad was an accountant, and uh, he's not a dumb guy. And he calls himself, he said, I was a racist. And this, you know, he says, race, when you say somebody's a racist, you're not, it's, he says, it's not, um, derog- it's not derogatory, it's, it's descriptive. Meaning, he, what he's saying is if you are, if you uphold the current system of white supremacy, what is you are that, complicit. Dude? Now, let me, let me, let me keep it's going. so stupid, He also dude. is quoted, and I'm going to quote him as in, in this book, as saying, discrimination on the basis of race to continue the status quo is racism. Discrimination to create equity among the races is not racism, it's anti-racism. So meaning, if I say too many white people in this group, too many Asians in this college, too many Middle Easterns. But it's not Middle Asians, well, it's, it's never. But they go, they go, they go, um, and we have, to, we have to put in, regardless, we have to discriminate against anybody who's white or anybody who's Asian right now to get more people of color, indigenous people, let's say. In, 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 into these fields. That would be considered anti-racist. That would be considered discrimination for a good cause. And that is what, that is part of the anti-racist manifesto. Do you understand me? Yeah, do. you understand I do. the difference? I, I do So now what you're it. saying is that when we say it's reverse racism, they I'm go, so no, it's not. I'm so furious right now. But you have to understand that's being taught to children. I don't know this guy. I don't know this guy, okay? I don't know who this is, dude. I don't know where he's come from. I would like to compare his he's from, life. He's, he's Boston University. What a surprise! No, where? Who's his parents? Who? What? What world did he grow up in? I had two parents that were teachers. That was that's blue collar at the best, yes. dude. Okay. I mean, like to sit there. It's just like we're not even dealing with issues anymore. It is just this. Everything is theoretical at this point. Yes. Right? So it's like what he's doing right now is going, we need X number of people, regardless if X number of people are good at it or not. That's right. Right? So it's my theory on women where women's MMA used to be, right? Like Ronda Rousey was great because she was fighting a lot of people that were coming from a Tybo class, right? Yes. And like she was a goal, she won a, a medal in the Olympics, right? Yeah. So it's like not the and then all of a sudden all these trained fighters were coming in and it wasn't easy anymore. Right. So this guy's like to we have to have a certain group of people. And like what what he is saying right now, Hollywood is done in real application and have really applied it and it's failed miserably. So have a lot of other businesses. This is not just in Hollywood. This guy is just in I listen, man. So so I, like, so, so I don't know him, and I'm sure he's would, a nice would, guy. I would recommend reading the book. It's not about being or nice or not. to it. It's not about being nice or not. What, what, I, what I get from the book is if I were black and my parents had grown up in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and I was raised by my parents who were black, I might very well understand 
and identify emotionally, intellectually, and morally with his position. Why? Yes. Because we, unless you're black in America, you don't know what it's like to be black in America. And I've always said that. And, and when you look at that, and I, you know I've read a lot of history in this country, there is no question that when you read the history of this country, I'm always appalled at the ferocious assault on African-Americans. I am. From, from slavery, from 1619, when the first slave came here, all the way up to 2021. We've gotten so much better, so much better. But you have to understand that people like that look at the current system, and they still say, if you look at the disparity. So the idea is what is the solution? What is the goal line? So the goal Where line is, is the goal line. The goal line Does is Does the goal line ever appear? The goal line, and I'm gonna tell you what it is, and this is where I disagree. It's not that I disagree it's not that I say that African Americans have had, haven't had a terrible shot at it. Where I disagree is the methodology being advocated, which means to restructure and tear down all of our institutions that That's gave rise Marxism. to our Western civilization. And it is socialism and Marxism. If you look at the critical race theorists, which I've read, at the end of the day, they are advocating for Marxism. That is a fact. I will take that argument with anybody who wants to. And what's being told now though, Sam, is that when you listen to critical race theory, if you listen to crits on TV, all they're saying is, hey dude, we're just trying to get people to identify with their identity. And it's just about love and bringing people together. It's no, bullshit. it's not. No, and that's how, that's how anybody who has a political ideology will try to get into the back door. What is going on right fought. now, dude, is that opportunist, and listen, man, I feel really bad saying this about him, but it's just like, I don't know him specifically, but I've seen this song before. I've seen this song. I've heard this song before. I have no problem with a guy who writes a book this way. I have no problem with Ibram Kendi. I, I think he's actually important for the debate. There, it's not that Ibram Kendi can't come up with. But Ibram uh, Kennedy I, needs to go to the Appalachian Mountains and needs to go to fucking. He these does, but he does. Like so, so, so Ibram Kennedy. Remember, he also went to a school called Stonewall Jackson High School. Stonewall Jackson was was essentially the. He, he was called Stonewall because he would stand on it, sit on his horse and bullets be flying around and he was a stone wall. And they, they, you know, he was like, it's gonna bounce off me. And he was, he was basically the guy who was defending slavery for the Confederacy. Okay. And so, so, you, you, so he started to realize, holy shit, man, this is an all black school and it's right. called Stonewall Jackson. This right. motherfucker was trying to, this motherfucker was fighting to keep us in slavery. And he saw the inconsistencies in America. So oh, he man, is to be, I, he is I'm to be- I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. It's just like, here we go again. Listen, is there racism in the history of the United States? 100%. What You can't go back and change that. So what we're doing right now, and listen, man, I know this guy's been through some stuff, but it's like when you talk like this and you just start throwing people into boxes based on color and stuff like that, you are doing essentially the same thing that racists do. Well, let me make which you- Which is like, me, oh, black people are criminals. Let me make Gays you more angry. Let me make you more angry. Amy Comer Barrett, she is the, the conservative justice on the Supreme Court. Um, and, and Amy Comey Barrett uh, has, has seven children, two of whom are adopted from Haiti, and they're part of her family. And uh, she's, by all accounts, um, pretty, pretty renowned legal scholar. And they say she's conservative, she's Catholic, but she's probably, either way, she's, she votes in, in, in line with a lot of liberal policies as well. Um, longer story. But when, she, when Ibram Kendi saw that she had two black children she adopted, he tweeted this. 
Some white colonizers adopt black children. It's, I, uh, uh, they civilize these savage, quote unquote, children in the superior, quote unquote, ways of white people while using them as props in their lifelong pictures of denial while cutting the biological parents of these children out of the picture of humanity. And whether this is Barrett or not is not the point. It is a belief too many white people have. If they have to adopt, if they have or adopt a child of color, then they can't be racist. See, and then this guy, there's nothing you could do to this guy nothing. to prove that outside of letting him bang your girlfriend, even right? that, even that. that, like he has to like, yeah, racism. You're like, I'm sorry for racism. Don't get her too pregnant, right? I mean, it's just, a, it's just the end. Again, the Sam, the only way out, the only way out is to renounce the system that you grew up in. The only way out is to tear down the entire system well, I mean, in of, that, in that of quote sense, unquote privilege and Western foundation. Well, I mean, I hate in. Hollywood and I-, I, I My I, question I, to Kindy would always be, and what do you want to replace this system with? Because I would remind you, Kennedy, him- How do you- Kennedy, when Kennedy. you I don't care. When you, when you talk about slavery, why is the narrative never that that they were hunted down? They were sold by slaves. Why aren't you talking right now? And maybe you have tweeted about it, about open air slave trades in Libya, where Obama and that Jackson, who's the chick? See, he's not, he's not talking about black and white though here. You got there's very important distinctions, Sam. When Kendi talks, Kendi says- Go back to that Kendi quote, says, Go back Kendi to the says to him- Read that. But wait. Some whites. He's talking no, 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 about I, white colonizers. I, I, I know, but I, you have to understand something about Kendi. Kendi said, I was a racist. And Kenny, oh, what, he means, what he means by that oh, is he's, it's a That's like the guy that used to just slam hookers no, every no, day no, but and then on, just but, like but, found Christ. I'm trying to give him his fair shake because I still Why? very much disagree with him because it's important to know how, how to argue with people like this. So what Kenny is saying is that he said, the descriptive word for me was I was a racist. Why? Because I was still holding true to, I was, I was, in the old vein of the civil rights movement was assimilation, was the notion that you need to assimilate within white culture so that you can then get ahead, as opposed to acknowledging your Afrocentric, Middle Eastern-centric, uh, Asian-centric culture first, and, and, and creating that identity within the structure which pushes back against the Western foundations the foundations of western civilization so so again he said if you uphold the institutions of democracy then capitalism for example you are a racist and that's why he calls black people a lot of black people are also quote unquote racist it's, and he said I'm being an anti-racist is you, a we lifelong. will never get the test it's How exhausting long have we been recording it's, it's exhausting it's exhausting We'll never get this 15 minutes back. I know. Ever in our life. But that's what I mean, Sam. Because you're it's arguing with a guy that uh, that is t theoretically talking about this, right? In, yeah. in theoretically, everything's theoretically, right? And then you just, I mean, there's the goalpost just keeps moving all the time. See, when I hear like, when I hear go, when I hear people go, this is white culture. You know, this is a great, uh, I heard, I forget who was talking about it. Uh, what's the, f I forget what his name is, but anyways, it was this black sports commentator guy. I listen to him every day. I can't remember anybody's names. I'm probably dying. Um, but he was talking about how Nick Cannon has like kids with seven different women. No, no, no. Uh, Whitlock, Jason Whitlock. I love Jason Whitlock. He has, he has kids with seven different women. And some people are asking if that is the best lifestyle to live, right? 
And, and, he has 11, 11 different children, 11 children. And, 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 the, and the answer is that his answer is you are trying to put me into a Eurocentric lifestyle, right? So now he's blame he's Jason Whitlock said that? No, 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 oh, no. Oh. He he's like calling Whitlock. out. Oh, he's okay, calling yeah, yeah. out Nick Cannon. Okay. Who is who is Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon's a host of Wilding oh, Out. Nick Cannon has that many kids from yeah. other women? Oh yeah. Wow. He's, yeah, it's like some of them are the same age wow. too. Let me see. He's a handsome son of a bitch. Um and, and, listen, and I hear dude, good things about him, but uh, Jesus Nick. Um But here's the whole thing. Yeah. Listen, dude. I, I don't I don't I don't, I don't it's very interesting because I I don't think you should have to fit into a, a certain way or not. But to explain like uh, a way, like we're judging you because we're racist is just, and this is a guy who basically said Jews went in caves and fucked animals and shit like that. Which so is Sam, can I just tell you one thing? What is always missing from, from the crit, critical race theorist arguments or, or Kennedy's argument is this. You have to explain to me why the ethnic Chinese who suffered no shortage of discrimination, why the Igbo of Nigeria who suffered no shortage of discrimination from the Ausa and from the Yoruba, why, why the Nua and the Dinka in Sudan, even though they look exactly alike and have very similar cultures, incredibly similar, hate each other more than anything and are constantly at war. Why the Eritreans of Somal of Ethiopia, I mean, I'm sorry, why the Eritreans and the Ethiopians are, fought a 30 year civil war. Um, um, and, and why the Hutu and the, and the um, Tutsi had a genocidal episode in the 90s. And so if you look at, if you look at the horrors committed in history, one didn't need a difference in culture even, or well, certainly didn't need a difference in, I'm sorry, color, skin color. If you look at, if you look at so many cultures like West Indian blacks who come to this country and have a very similar immigration experience as do um, a lot of other immigrants who put uh, education at a premium and do very well. And, and, and have you ever met a Nigerian who didn't have five degrees? So, so you, you have a lot of groups and cultures that do very well. I'm using the ethnic Chinese, I'm using the Jews, I'm using the Igbo of Nigeria as an example. And one of the things that's always missing is that what are those groups doing culturally, culturally, that is pushing them ahead despite the, 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 the terrible, um, the terrible uh, what's it called, discrimination they faced in this country and other countries. Okay, the Lebanese in West Africa, for example, the, the ethnic Chinese in Malaysia who, who own most of the banks and have done very well. What is it about those cultures? We have to say that there are certain through lines you can look at in the cultures of these various groups that have done very well despite discrimination. A couple of things are family units, very strong family units among the Nigerians, among the uh, ethnic Chinese, among the Jews, uh, education. Education is a huge thing. No matter what, you get your children more educated than you are. That if that requires sleeping on the floor of your little bodega and spending zero money on anything for 20 years, you do it. We know that's the case with the Jews, um, the Jewish immigrants that came to this country. We know that's the case with the ethnic Chinese. We know that's the case with the Igbo of Nigeria. And I, I, by the way, it's same with the Yoruba of Nigeria, by the way. I only use the Igbo and Yoruba because they fought in the Biafra Wars. The Igbo were the minority. And 
and they've always taken the brunt. They sat on the oil reserves. They took a lot of shit from the Yoruba. They 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 suffered a lot of a lot of a lot of massacres and things like that. But despite that, they typically always go on to have. I mean, they become doctors and lawyers and entrepreneurs and everything else. We can go through the Middle Easterners. I mean, the right. Syrians are some okay. of the most entrepreneurial people in the right, world. Right. What is it about those cultures that other cultures can learn? And other cultures meaning white hillbillies uh, in, the, in the Appalachians, read hillbilly elegy, uh, certain black, black uh, pockets of the black uh, American black culture, certain pockets of Latina X culture, certain pockets of, there are different, all of us can learn, including myself, can learn from the cultural practices. That, that must be addressed, but in, in the far left circles, when you even mention culture, what you are then doing is saying, Oh, the people in these positions of, of, of marginalization and poverty are responsible for the condition they're in. And you would get run out of town for saying that. Well, the problem is, Brian, and it, like, it really isn't this dude because he's just taking his shot, right? Yeah. And you miss a, 100% of the shots you don't take. He's just taking a shot. I, have, I think he's an opportunist. Well, hey, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You, you did a yeah, long sorry. rant. I just sorry, give me sorry. a second. Yeah. You know, he's an opportunist. He's stepping in, and because the 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 publishing industry are looking for books like this to push forward, he gets a big push. And it's probably it might be written well. I don't know. He's getting a big push. My and and, and this totally plays into the Met Gala, and what and what we're seeing right now is these elites out there creating a, that are thriving in a system that their grandparents and their parents created crying about that system while demonizing the middle and lower class as the big problem when in truth their parents created the system that they they want i put it on instagram can you find my instagram of, of this one girl and somebody she wore a shirt to the gala that said peg the patriarchy right yeah Right? And that's a funny ass joke, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? And I love, see, I love all it, that. It's Ghosts of Tripoli. I don't mind. I don't mind people. No, li listen yeah. though, Brian. Yeah. yeah. You got to listen to it real quick. So go down. It's right there, the girl in the shirt next to, you see the couple. Yeah, that girl. So she wears the peg, she wears peg the patriarchy. Well, someone investigated who she is. And, and when they went through all of her stuff, her parents are fucking, her family is from royalty. Her <laughs> grandfather and her father ran giant publishing companies <laughs> in Europe. So her, she's a big beneficiary of the patriarchy. Right, 100%. And then this guy, and I gave him credit for the tweet under it, which said, first generation makes the money, second generation spends it, third generation ushers in communism via pegging, okay? <laughs> which is super funny, right? It's great. But see, the gala is what we're talking about. You have, you have OAC going tax the rich. What nobody tells you is that OAC owned the bar she worked at. The story of her being a fucking hardworking, big-titted fucking bar bartender is all fucking theater. I don't think theater. that's true. I don't it know is true, true, Brian. That's even, but that's, Brian, even, that's not even Brian, part of the point. The point of the yeah. meet is this, is when we watch the Oscars and they're like, Oscars too white and they're doing all this shit. You know, it's never going to not be too white because you have to tell these rich kids who are, who, that hey, you can't go to the Oscars here because uh, Barbecue 2 is nominated for a fucking...
fucking or car wash five is nominated for an oscar and we gotta get the cast in these kids are fucking crazy buzzfeed vice we talk about all the time these are rich white kids convincing everybody that poor white kids are the fucking problem exactly and then as soon as they get to a certain age they fully engage in the system that they've railed against. It's the same thing that the hippies did. They were all anti-establishment till they hit about 35 <laughs> and then they started fucking going into Wall Street and all that shit and they just 180'd it, dude. And it's just the fucking truth, man. And it's Look, like- Sam, I mean, what, what you're, I mean, at the end of the day, what she doesn't realize is the patriarchy which would be the founding fathers, which be, would be the, the architects of the French Revolution, which would be the, all the philosophy that came before her. That, that, that is what allows her in this country to wear a shirt like that yeah. and to express herself. 100%. Try that in any country that is actually run and controlled only by men, see Afghanistan, etc. Do you think you could wear a fucking tank top lightly? I mean, so what I would crack, cracks me up is that it's she's cultural. not even aware of what she's benefiting from. She's not even aware that this tyrannical patriarchy has given her the highest standard of living and given her, well, she's a princess. Well, she's a fucking princess. But more importantly, it's also given her the language and the intellectual architecture and the words like feminism and individualism and patriarchy that were invented by the very group she's criticizing. No, or her own family. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, like, it's, dude, you go to you go to so, you go to Kamala Harris, you go to Joe Biden. Yeah. You know, I mean, all these people that are these bleeding heart liberals are just like they have liberalism was invented by the very group of people they are criticizing. Liberalism. Right. Democracy. Representative government by the people, for the people, of the people. All the all men are created equal. The are the using anti-racist terminology and the argument therein is a part of the very tradition he is criticizing. So my question is, if you are going to tear down these institutions, please tell me what you're going to replace it with. Marxism? You want real equality? Everybody, as Jordan Peterson says, you can make everybody starve to death equally. You can make everybody super poor and it'll never happen because as long as there's good shit and bad shit to have, the rich are going to eat steak and the fucking poorest are gonna eat the lips and the asshole of the cow, okay? That's just the way I it is always, as do I. Are now, you an ass eater? Now, I think we've touched on, not really. So my whole thing is this, Brian, it's just like, you know, it's like, I, I love living in California. My daughters are a year and a half old. I have some serious decisions to make about where I want them to be educated. I know, dude, and I know. I, I gotta be honest with you, California scares the shit. Well, out it me. starts, Sam, with educating yourself and knowing and reading the people you disagree with, which is what I do. I read, I read all the critical race theorists. I read Ibram Kendi. I read all. I read read white fragility. I read the read the books that are, and you I want to see chicks white fragility. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see what. I want to know what her argument is. I want to give her a true, fair shake and, and really, what do you really think read of her it. Argument. And I want to then see. 
I'll get into that next time. Brian, I you then know wanna, if she went to your show, she would be talking to the management. I then I then want to see, I then want to, to so that I can really understand what she's saying so I can argue against it very effectively. The way you beat a bad idea, which is white fragility, anti-racism, is with a better idea, okay? And the better idea has already been established in one. You just need to know how to articulate it so that you can not only win, but convince like and change Jimmy hearts Dora and minds. Show. And the reason I want to bring Jimmy Dore on because he and I was talking about um about this uh you know this recall and he was like I hope I hope he doesn't get recalled so the Republicans I mean the Democrats will have no excuses and but I I don't think they'll ever be held to task in California for what they're doing. And I'm, you know, I'm gonna get a lot of shit, but I can't tell you how many white women over 35, their whole argument was, I'm just, I don't want them to be recalled. I don't want the Republicans. Cause he's there. so handsome. And, 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 he's and, six and, four, dude. There's no actual oh, yeah. discussion of what is going on in this state. They discuss it in their personal talk. Like, dude, there's too many homeless people. Oh my God, you hear about the guy getting stabbed? Oh my God, what's gas prices? Oh my God, but that talk never translates into who is allowing this stuff to happen. Sam, they don't. That most people don't realize how bad it can get, and they don't realize what real violence is. Well, that's and when you see the video coming out of the out of Afghanistan right now, where they're just taking men and stuffing them two at a time into the back, tr into the trunk of a tiny Toyota Tercel or a fucking Corolla, and driving off with them. When you see what they're actually doing, nobody wants to face that, and nobody wants to realize that all of that shit well, can Brian, happen in the their backyard. To that, I'm just gonna say, what is the answer to that? Uh, democracy. Oh, the answer: read the Constitution and the Bill of Rights in the Federalist Papers. Right. The answer: the answer to that the, the the people that solve that political problem. And the political problem is always who's going to govern the governor, who is going to rule the ruler. Right. It's, and and, and it, just see, it's a guy named James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, Thomas Jefferson, John Jay, and the list goes on. Those men in their 30s, those lawyers who had read everything, mainly Western philosophy, okay? Those men solved the political problem. Those men gave us the greatest idea I'm, in I'm philosophy. I'm totally down with you. And so in the answer's a, already been say won. Something. Like, I don't like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a fan in any way of the Taliban, right? In any way. But I want to flip something right here, right? I'm just going to tell <laughs> you something. Anthony's laughing. Right? I want, I'm I not want... a fan of racism. I'm not a fan of slavery or the Taliban. Okay? So I just want to say something, man. Right? So if let's go for the Taliban's point of view. Right? You're you're running this state. You have your your beliefs, your 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 religious beliefs in your country. This is what you believe, right? This 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 juggernaut of, of fucking invaders comes in and takes over everything, right? And you see the people working with the fucking invaders, right? They do not represent your clan. They do not represent your people. They do not re represent your religious beliefs. And they've come in and they've set up shop. And then after fucking railing forever, they give up and leave. Like, what do you, 
Like you're like all these people that were working with the invaders. You're so gonna be- a little bit of a difference though. There, I think a lot of Afghanis would disagree because they they don't know who the most people. Most Afghanis, I think. It's I don't a- think what the Taliban's doing right, but I also think like we fuck this shit up. Well, keep keep this in mind. Seventy percent, almost a little over seventy percent of the population is under twenty five, and so what that means is most of those people have never even heard of the Taliban. The Taliban is is primarily comprised almost exclusively of men of Pashtun tribal uh, affili- uh, affiliation. That in, there are about 14 different yeah, ethnicities. Brian, my question is, who is the moral, who has the moral high ground between us and the Taliban? I do think when you say we were the invaders, you can- We you, were you, the you, invaders, you, 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 so but, 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 but you can also look at the idea that the United States spent a fuckload of money trying to, trying to build infrastructure including an afghan army that represented all the different clans and stuff so the grand experiment that was nation building in afghanistan was was seems but to have been an abject, illegally. yes was, seems to have been an abject failure babel yeah that's the app i use i've used many language apps b-a-b-b-e-l that that app you can take 10 minute lessons 15 minute lessons it's you just that simple podcast. you can take live classes it's got AI that can tell you whether or not your accent is on point. Love it. I'm telling you, it's got speech recognition technology. I have I have been using so many things. You can do podcasts, games, videos, stories. You even have live classes, okay? So, and they give you a 20-day money-back guarantee. 20 days? If you want to learn a language, Babbel is the only way to go. I'm telling you, and right now, and I wish I'd known this because I bought it for full, full price, Get 55% off your subscription when you go to B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash CSC for conspiracy Dude, social Dude, 14 different languages. I didn't even know there were 14 languages. I know. And now you do. And now you do. And in 10-minute increments when you're driving your car, you're working in a warehouse, have this in your head, and you're learning a language. Spanish? I love it. You don't want to learn it. Spanish? I you go to Barcelona? It. Dude, the Puerto best. Rico? Babbel.com slash CSC for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Yeah. Uh, right? So so I think that there, 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 we, there are plenty saying, of books man, on that. I, I don't I, agree with them. Yeah. I don't like them. But if you took, you know, you take, you take a moment and you go, if this is the United States and a giant, the UN came in, set up shop, and, every, and a bunch of people started working with the UN as they were trying to tell us how to live our lives in our, uh, in our country. And then the UN walked up. Do you not think you'd be like, hey, who are these motherfuckers? I'm just saying, dude, it's like we can look at the Taliban as pure fucking evil. And I totally understand why people do that. But if you actually, if, Brian, my question to you is this. It, 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 in terms of the British, when, when we were in war with the British for our independence, what do you think the local British newspapers were saying about the Americans? What terms were they using for them? Terrorist, fucking, you know, infidel. I mean, whatever they, whatever we're, whatever we were calling the Taliban. And it's just from our perspective because we believe in happiness and we believe like in our freedoms, even though over here, it seems like everybody's miserable. I'm just saying, man, it's just like, I know, I know what you're, I know what you're getting at. And at the end of the day, you're a lizard person. Oh, here we go. And we're going to get into, we we're going to get into, behold the horse. I'm going to go pee. Oh, I'm gonna oh, go pee out of oh my, is this I'm where gonna, you fucking I'm gonna pee start out of my, going on the internet yep. looking for arguments? I'm going to pee out of my way larger than average cock and then I'll be right back.
I don't think it's way larger. Let's just um let let me start. Oh, what time we at? So how? Okay. Yeah, I got another thirty minutes, and I gotta go. So for the word, this is gonna be part one of the breakdown of "Behold a Pale Horse" by yeah. William Cooper. Yeah. And Sam's been telling me to read this book that was written in 1991, and yeah. <clears throat> Sam tends to quote and actually believe that this book is legitimate that the things in this book are yeah. truth. Right. I don't believe Sam's actually ever read this book. And, and the reason that, hold on, hold on. And the Not reason I say that is because the only reason is I've it the audio, which you considered reading, okay. by the way. <laughs> okay, so let, let me just start by saying this about William Cooper. Okay, be nice. I think William Cooper is either, was either, and I really mean this. Okay, this should be fun. A complete con man and a bad one, a terrible one, because he's not very convincing, or he was genuinely a paranoid schizophrenic. Like the amount of hold on, blasphemy hold on, hold on, coming hold on. out of your mouth or he right was genuinely, now is so genuinely, unbelievable. And I want to read, Sam. I might unsubscribe to this show at this point. It's so, I might unsubscribe to my own show after hearing what you're I saying read right to now. You, I want to read to you one of the you things he wrote. You are retarded. Yeah. Sam. There's no part of this. Dude, go. Go. So let me read this, and I want you to comment on this. I'm gonna just hang your own self. Let Brian. me just read this. And, Brian, and this is, Brian. So and by hey, the way, hold on, hold on, Brian. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. While you do this, <laughs> put this around your neck and jerk off. Okay? Because this is what you gotta do. Because you're literally hanging yourself while you fucking read this stupid thing. Sam, so hang yourself. Sam, why? And now jerk off Sam, while Sam, you fucking read this. I read feel this. like Please, you're. Go. I feel like you're getting in go, the way of go, my point of view right go, now, Brian. And you're being outrageous. Because you gotta be in some weird why? shit right now. So just jerk <laughs> off because, while you read this. Because I'm just uh, because I disagree with what's in the. Because I don't believe what. Yeah, in yeah, all the pillars. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're saying there's got to be no blood I, rushing to your head as you read this and say this stuff. Like, I feel it's like it's got to be something. I feel like you're being con condescending no, and you're, I and you're being insulted. to hold up my pants anymore. And I, Go, read this. Sam, so I can this is an outrage. You keep going. Sam, I can't read this in good faith. I can't have cock, but uh, I can't take cock to hand while you choke me and read. I can't do it. Go on. So I want go you to, on. I want you. Oh my God. I want you to take, just give me yes. one minute to read something. And okay. then I want you to tell me what you think. This is from William Cooper from Behold a Pale Horse. Okay. And he's serious when he writes this. Yeah. The spacecraft called Galileo is on its way to Jupiter. A, <laughs> I know, a baby star with a gaseous makeup exactly the same as our sun with a load of 49.7 pounds of plutonium, supposedly being used as batteries to power the craft. When the final orbit decays in December 1999, Galileo will deliver its payload into the center of Jupiter. <laughs> The unbelievable pressure that will be encountered will cause a reaction exactly as occurs when an atomic bomb is exploded by the implosion detonator. The plutonium will explode in an atomic reaction, lighting the hydrogen and helium atmosphere of Jupiter and resulting in the birth of the star that has already been named Lucifer. The world will interpret it as a sign of tremendous religious significance. 
It will fulfill prophecy. In reality, is it only a demonstration of the insane application of technology by the Jason Society, which may or may not even work? They have practiced overkill to ensure success. However, as the documents that I read while in naval intelligence stated that Project Galileo required only five pounds of plutonium to ignite Jupiter and possibly stave off the coming ice age. Global warming is a hoax. It is easier for the public to deal with and will give the ruling elite more time before panic and anarchy okay. replace government. Okay. Sam. Okay. Sam. So what do you find ridiculous about that, Brian? It sounds like Scientology to well, me. Well, listen, man. What Brian's talking about right now is like, what he's trying to say is that our government has never tried to do ridiculously insane shit before. Have you heard of the movie Men Who Stare at Goats? Sam. Sam. Yeah. Sam. 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 Yeah. This is from your book that you want me to read. And he also right, says, right, he right, also says, right, he also right. says simultaneously, a vault containing the ancient records of the earth will be opened in Egypt. The return of Lucifer and the opening of the vault will usher in the millennium. A great celebration has already been planned in the millennium society to take place at the pyramids in Egypt. According to the Jan to January 3rd, 1989 edition of the Arizona Daily Star, the president-elect Bush is spending his New Year's holiday at Camp David, Maryland, but in 10 years he may be in Egypt. Organizers of the Millennium Society say he's already committed to ushering in the next century at the Great Pyramids of Cheops in Giza. Okay. Do you understand, Sam, that when that? I read these things, yeah, it, sounds so, it sounds like the ramblings of a madman because it is. Brian, those are documents that he's seen, okay? Sam, Sam, Whether they played out in public. Here's a great, here's another question to you. By the way, Brian, what page are you on? So he, 70, 73, I've read the okay. whole book. So, so, You're on so, page so, 73. Yeah, so, so, so more importantly, you know, this is a guy by his own admission, by his own admission, who was in naval intelligence during the war on a boat for three years. Now, hold on. Apparently, in those three years, as a naval intelligence officer, he was privy to everything that's been going on. Somehow he has all the records, including the fact that the elites of our US government are working in cahoots with, ready for this? Aliens. Yeah. Do you actually believe do I believe that we that our government is working with aliens? Do you believe, I believe that? that they could be working with interdimensional beings? Yes. Do you really though? Yes. Okay. And you ha and your evidence is from behold a pale horse? No, there's a lot. Will you look up Project High Jump? Because Bill Cooper at the end of his Project life High Jump? at the end of his life uh, at the end of his life Bill Cooper actually started saying including at the end of this book which I read he said, "Oh, by the way, this just in it oh, may be quick. Real quick before you go that go there, will you look up Operation Bluebeam? Project yeah, Operation Blue uh, is it Project Bluebeam or Operation Bluebeam? So so Sam? Yeah, Project Bluebeam. So, so, so Sam, at the end of the day also, then he said, yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah. the whole alien thing yeah. may be a psyop yeah. by the Illuminati. Yes. And at the end of the day, this whole book is about creating the quote unquote new world order that he got from Bush. 
And one the idea Bush was said it a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. Which, which the idea was, oh, the new world order is one world government and total control of the people. Ronald Reagan talking about aliens attacking and new world order. No, I saw that, and okay, he said, he, that. yeah, yeah. And what so, he was saying, so what is he talking about? He was Tony? talking about our common humanity. No, what is he talking? about? He said, about? if we were attacked by an alien yes, force, right. we would realize we're right. all humans. Okay, that's what he was saying. Right. I've said that too. Okay, you've said that's that. not that. That doesn't mean that Ronald Reagan. That's why you're jerking Ronald off Reagan, Ronald Ron, Ron Reagan, and George Bush weren't in contact with aliens, Sam. Right? You don't know that. Well, I do know that, yeah, don't, don't I? Brian. And I also know that we we no, don't, don't. And Ebby, you know Ebby, who was the the apparently he's got all the documentation from Roswell. I've got all the documents. He 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 has a whole chapter on Ebby, who's an alien that was alive that we communicated <laughs> with, and then Ebby died, and yeah. we tried to keep him alive. You mean this is truly? I mean, he's got this this thing on secret societies in the New World Order. Yeah, the, the Order of the Snake apparently is still around. So yeah, is the 100%. Club of Rome. Yeah. yeah, and and they're all the Illuminati. They're all one group, but they're posting as many there groups. There we go. Brian yeah. starts getting the it. Russianaya took its travelers as initiates and then sent them on the way to found new chapters of the order. It is believed by some that the assassins were a branch of the Roshinaya. Branches of the Roshinaya or the illuminated ones or the Illuminati existed and still exist everywhere. One of the rules was not to use the na same name and never mention the Illuminati. Yeah, it's Fight Club. Ah, uh, one of the greatest secrets of the ages is the true story of the Holy Grail, the robe of Jesus, the remains of the cross of the crucifixion, and whether Jesus actually died or if he survived and produced a child. Many yes, myths surround the knights. Huge. Many myths surround the Knights of Templar concerning these relics. Yes. And most myths throughout history always have at least some basis in fact. Yeah. In my source, if my sources are correct, and he's got sources, the Knights Templar survive today, survive today as a branch of the Illuminati and guard the relics, which are hidden in a location known only to them. So this is a guy yeah. who, when I read this, Bubba, as Brian, a- what did you think about him telling about they're gonna have school shootings to take away gun rights, and all of a sudden, bam, they have school shootings and they're demanding gun rights? Well, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. Right. And one of the things that I love, they always say, is that he predicted 9-11 with Osama bin Laden. Yeah. The, the big problem with that, of course, is that when Osama bin Laden was interviewed after the Kobar Towers, after the bombing of embassy, after the USS Cole, they said, he said, we have, they, he said, there will be more to come. I can show you on, I can show you on, I can show it to you. I they said, what do you mean? He goes, you'll have to wait and see. So all of us, you including know that, uh, me, Osama when oh, they're getting ready to do something, they're, they're getting ready to Will do something big. Osama bin Laden? Yeah, he go was. Duck, duck, no, go. because he worked with the Mujahideen. Yeah, and he, he dude, he's Sam, an actor. That's not a, that's not a conspiracy. Right, he's an actor. But Sam, that's not a conspiracy. Yeah. He, when, when he was working with the Mujahideen, he was, he was building, he used construction money from his family right. to build hospitals, so Brian, schools, you believe, and stuff like that. You believe, you still believe, a guy on dialysis was in a cave and was able to penetrate the most guarded airspace on the planet? What happened was that Osama bin Laden was a spiritual leader at the time. When we invaded Iraq and we used, we used Kuwait as a, and Saudi Arabia, especially Saudi Arabia, the home of Islam, to launch attacks on other Muslims in Iraq, to, to the Wahhabi 
Muslims, like like Osama bin Laden, that was essentially the equivalent of slaughtering pigs in the synagogue. The idea that you would kill, that you would take the sacred land of Islam and kill other Muslims using that. He said he never forgave the Saudi government for that, the royalty for that. That's why Al-Qaeda waged war on the Saudi royalty and waged war on anybody else who was who was for that effort. And that was really the turning point, a lot of people say. So it wasn't that Osama bin Laden came up with the mastermind plot. It, that was KSM. Yeah. That was Khalid Sheikh Mohammed and yeah. his followers. That was the guy who, by the way, is still standing trial in, in Guantanamo. But that group of people um, were the ones who actually masterminded that plot. Brian, that's the most retarded shit. I've you should ever watch. Heard in my you life. should watch. Actually, uh, um, Netflix has a whole series on 9/11. I'm never watching any doc on Netflix that involves conspiracy, Brian. It is a giant shit toilet of fucking. But they propaganda. interview all the people that were actually there, Sam. Brian, it's bullshit. All the CIA Brian, guys, all the journalists, the U.S. government. Israel, Saudi Arabia, and Pakistan were behind 9-11. They wanted to draw us into fucking war into the Middle and East. And not one whistleblower has come out and said Brian, anything? tons have. Tons have. Brian, lots so that of people. Doc, that, that six-part documentary on Netflix where they interview all the CIA agents, yep. all the journalists, yep. Yep. all the government Brian, insiders. Brian, are you the guy that told the, the story the, about how the Z, uh, Team 6 movie was full of shit, that the CIA lied to them? Yeah, that that's, a, that's a movie, Bubba. Okay. <laughs> Dude, so cute. So listen, bro. What what he's talking about is alien stuff. Look up Project Bluebeam, right? You just don't okay. want to look at the facts, Sam. And that's, yeah. that's Project you Blue just Beam love believing this is stuff. Is that they're going to fake an alien attack to get us under one world government. And that's what he's talking about. So I know a lot of people involved in a lot of the UFO alien community, and they go. All those, all those um, uh, spears, uh, flying fucking saucer stuff is all U.S. government stuff. And it's all being done to, to make us believe that aliens are coming. And why would they do that? Great question, Anthony. Great question. Okay. Can I read and the reason they would do that is because they want us to feel like we are speck of shits compared to these Who is they? Who is they? The New World Order. Who is they? The Who New they? World Order. Who are they? The New World Order. Who are they? Do <laughs> World <laughs> Order. That's who they are. So, That's who they are. So do you believe this? Do you believe this? The live alien that had been found wandering, this is all the stuff he read when he was in naval intelligence. He got he got access to all this documentation somehow. He got and, and, and somehow the end, after Brian, they tried to kill him twice, he, he sixteen years later came out and said this. The live alien that had been found wandering in the desert from the nineteen forty nine Roswell crash was named Ebe. The name had been suggested by Doctor Van Vanover Bush and was short for an extraterrestrial biological entity. Ebe had a tendency to lie, and for over a year would give only the desired answer. Two questions asked. Well, wow, he sounds like fucking he got waterboarded. Yeah, but <laughs> look at Anthony over there. Anthony's <laughs> trying to go with you and he's dying. I mean, when I read this, I'm just going, this dude was out of his fucking stone. He was just, you know, I mean, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the power structure, the secret power, conclusions are inescapable. The secret power structure may believe that by our own ignorance or by divine decree, planet Earth will self-destruct sometime in the near future. 
These men sincerely believe that they are doing the right thing in their attempt to save the human race. Yeah. It is terribly ironic that they have been forced to take as their partner an alien race which is itself engaged in a monumental struggle for survival. If you look like a o- Many moral and legal jump. compromises may have been made in this joint effort. These compromises were made in error and must be corrected. Okay. Those responsible should be brought to account for their actions. I can understand the fear and urgency that must have been instrumental in decisions not to go public. Obviously, I disagree with that decision. Under this, all this stuff, under all the, every one of these pages, it says top secret. Like this was this was stuff he. You know what I copied. love about Brian? Brian will suck that fucking guy's dick who's talking about anti-racist about what book and all he's been through, and then he's like, "This guy's a whack job." This dude's don't talking you, about theoretical shit. Don't you think shit. he's a whack job? No. But you hear what I'm saying here. I'm reading. Brian, this. but this is super black belt stuff, and you're not even allowed in the dojo, okay? <laughs> you're not even allowed in. Here's the Rock and Ronald Reagan quote he ends with. If suddenly there was a threat to this world from some other species from another planet, and this is Ronald Reagan being dramatic as usual, like the actor is, oh, this guy. we'd forget all the little local differences yeah. that we have be- between New our two countries, world order. and we would find out once and for all that we really are human beings on this earth. Ronald Reagan was not about one world government. He was a staunch anti-communist. And so again, I don't know what the conclusions are. I do know that he's got in this book, as yeah. if it was found and it's true, yeah. Protocols of the Wise Men of Zion, which is without a doubt, the most anti-Semitic document of all time. And he says, by the way, it says Jews here, but replace that with Illuminati and Goyim should be replaced, which means non-Jew, I think in Yiddish. Uh, he said, replace that with cattle. The protocols. So, the, so uh, the what protocols, he's saying the is, it's Zion. not the Jews, Brian. It is you so anti-Semitic. You literally call the guy an anti-Semitic. It's a forgery. When he says, "Don't fucking." It's a forgery Brian, that essentially says the Jews just... are taking over the world, and he's got this. And this oh, is what see, Nazis Brian, use. People like you are the reason why these narratives get to keep going because you can't even discuss stuff. I do not believe that Jews are running the world, just like I don't believe whites are running the world. Yeah, but you tell I me to read. You tell me to read. There are Zionists. Zionist, the pale horse. There are cultics. There are royal bloodlines all working together like gangs in New York. Wait, so Zionists are working with royal bloodlines? Zionists, royal bloodlines. So, so Zionists are part of the New World Order. Yeah. So if you believe that Israel, that the Jews should have a homeland called Israel because of your the thousands of years of prosecution, you are... What a, what are you? You're an evil person, a power bottom. What are you supposed to be? No, Brian. Situation? There's there's you can think that the Jews have the right to land, and that's your initiative. And, and at the to end their of the biblical day, homeland. I I don't I don't. All, all I want is the Palestinians to be treated like human beings. Okay, that's all I want. That's not all you want. No, so that's what but, I want. Yeah, I know that. Brian, don't I, tell believe, me what I believe. I believe. I believe you. I know what I, I want. believe you. I believe right. you. But you right. have to understand. I actually believe that you are one of the best, nice, kindest, I best people. I really mean. I that. really do love. No, but even though. And yell at you and put a rope around but your me neck. And, me and Kid Dynamite. <laughs> so you could jerk yeah. off. Okay. I love you. No, me and Kid Dynamite talk. You're a great example because me and Kid Dynamite talk about how you are genuinely one of the, the best people I know. And I mean that like you really care about the world and you're outraged. My, my, you're a good example though because your ideas that you tend to support and pontificate are destructive if in the wrong hands. And when you uphold crazy William Cooper and don't acknowledge that some of the stuff is so out there and so crazy, like UFO shit, that he saw a giant flying saucer. It all started with him seeing a giant flying saucer when he was 
on the submarine come out of the earth and why is that like, crazy, like Brian? well no it's not crazy he might be a paranoid why is delusional that crazy schizophrenic. you have this you have fucking cnn running footage that was given to them by the fucking pentagon yeah, not giant flying saucers though sam Brian, like, what was that thing well what was that brian, well, wait, brian, brian the the, the, the uf so the, the CNN, quote unquote the really blurry images of ufos that we've seen who knows what it was who knows but my guess is if it Brian, was an extraterrestrial stand for unidentified flying object there you go fuck face but that doesn't mean that aliens are in contact with the illuminati and are running and that doesn't mean that the illuminati the the club of rome the 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 order of the snake the you don't believe Russiana, in any secret societies i do believe that, that there are secret societies. i don't uh, believe that they are running the world and they are in cahoots with aliens and this is what william cooper said in behold the male horse and all his predictions of what's going to happen didn't seem to come that true brian through yeah, true or false through multiple fucking philosophies and religions dating back thousands and thousands of years there are stories of entities coming here and uh, and banging human chicks okay <laughs> well right. zeus did come uh, to zeus, right. zeus did appear as a bull and right? have sex with the yes. okay so this is a story that's been told over time of course not just a bible which people will dismiss like nothing because they've been bombarded that christians are stupid by people trying to make you have no connection with god but we're talking over time hinduism uh old ancient greek philosophies they all talk about people coming from other dimensions and and making contact with human beings over time paintings on walls done by ancient civilizations brian anthony what do you think yeah brian anthony <laughs> what as an as an outside observer what do you think is really going on can we just start our own conspiracy that william cooper and L. Ron Hubbard are the same person. <laughs> now you're starting to speak my language. This, I mean, that's what it reminded me of. And then I Google William Cooper and it almost looks like L. Ron yeah, Hubbard. It's true. It's they not look a lot L. Ron Hubbard they look a lot started alike. NASA. Uh, Sam? Brian? Sam? Brian? Sam? Brian? Sam? Brian? Sam? Seriously? Sam, seriously. Brian, who Sam? started NASA? Uh, who NASA started was NASA? not started by... L. Ron Hubbard. 100%. He was a sci-fi writer and a sociopath. Brian, L. Ron Hubbard, Jack Parsons, Walt Disney, and fucking... Those quote-unquote scientists started space exploration? They started NASA. They started NASA? Yes. Hey. And, and a Nazi. It's my joke. It's a pedophile, a Scientologist, a Satanist, and a Nazi walk into a bar. What do they do? Start NASA. Okay. So you think NASA is just evil in general? I think NASA is a giant money grab. And so you don't think that there's any space uh, exploration going on? I'm, I think if we, I think everything is interdimensional. Okay. Now I'm trying to follow you here, buddy. <laughs> I'm trying to follow. I don't it. think you I travel through space. I still can't really get a handle. Every time I talk to any of you guys in the space, any I can't. Of you guys, I can never. What does that mean? You, huh? You people? You people over there? You anti-racist <laughs> fucking Momo? I can never get a sense of what you actually believe, Sam. Like I can never. What I what I hear is like there's stuff out there that I don't understand, but I can never really get a, a bead on whether or not you actually think 
aliens are running the show whether the order of the snake is real whether or not all that i do think on. that you think that there are actually secret societies that endure over thousands of years yeah. and have always been in control yeah so jeff, jeff so jeff bezos uh elon musk all jeff uh, bezos uh, ronald reagan actor. all of these people He's an actor. so they're all puppets yeah so they, their efforts, uh, yeah. Bill Gates, their, their, yeah. their efforts, these products that yeah. they've created, yeah. like Amazon, yeah. like Tesla. That Amazon I is a DARPA, uh, right. basically a DARPA project. Oh, so the government actually created it and Jeff Bezos is pulling the wall over all of our eyes. Yeah, he's the face of it. So he, he didn't do any of that in his garage. He didn't start this company. Oh, no, he, he definitely got help from the U.S. government. I see. So, so Jeff Bezos is part of the Illuminati? Yeah. No, no, no. He's he is part of the elites. His father, uh, his father created his grandfather created DARPA. I see. And so, what about Elon Musk? Elon Musk is his father where yeah. ran uh, an em emerald trade uh, in, in New Zealand or Australia, and he he his dad used to laugh and brag that they've got so much money they can't close the vault. So the so the so he didn't invent Tesla. He bought it and not he didn't PayPal, not, PayPal. Not PayPal. No. He bought it. So who did invent all these these products? We all that. use. We all use. Yeah, you, uh, you have. You could check those out. So the only so the innovators of yeah. all this technology that uh, all of us the guys use you know. are the guys There's hiding these, in a government building somewhere. No, like Bill Gates is a, a character. He's playing a role. Jeff Bezos playing a role. So it's actually all government that has made all this Dude, wealth. Uh, what we're seeing is a new form of fascism, which is corporatocracy. So, so, this, so this has nothing to do with capitalism in the market and innovative nope. individuals. This so is, then you must this believe is the in slow, so do you slow believe, move to capitalism. But we fascism. use all this stuff. So do you believe in? Do you believe that anybody has created anything in oh, our no, marketplace? No, somebody created it, but not Bill Gates, not Jeff Bezos, and not what did Bill Gates and create. Not, he bought. He and, basically and not, ripped off the his his right. uh, fucking. So he, he's been just sitting around as no, a puppet no, no, doing he was no a work. Rich kid. His father ran the Washington. His father ran the Washington Federal Reserve and was a fucking um, a eugenics. So that means he's been doing no work and no, Microsoft no, no, no. was somebody he's else. He's got a running start and he's a scumbag. And so Jeff Bezos, he, he, ru he Musk, runs in sweaters. Jeff Bezos, I trust Elon nobody Musk. in sweaters. What are you wearing right now? Me? Yeah, this a, is sweater. a sweatshirt. Yeah, a sweater. It's a sweatshirt. Dude. That's a sweater. No, it's a velour sweatshirt. It's a sweater. And it's and it's and it's, it's a sweater well, for Momos. Look, guys. Another episode of Conspiracy Social Club where we got to the bottom of absolutely nothing because Sam started talking about how so Gates runs in you sweaters. Think I'm retarded. He I, thinks you're crazy. I think that there's. Um, Don't say it. Don't say, say it. There's truth Anthony, in any of this. Say it. I think that there's a little bit of truth in anything, and I think okay. we would have to probably. Who do you think? Bill uh, Cooper Anthony, said that. William Anthony, Cooper said, "If you want to think is a good con man, off. have a little truth." Anthony, who do you think is more off? And you be honest. I, I'm I'm a grown ass man. Who do you think out of the two of us are are taking more L's on this show? Brian's taking more L's. Uh, yeah. Over, overall. Yeah. yeah. Brian, here we go. Shut your face. So so you think that Brian, this, this book has some come truth here. to come it? Come here. Get up. No, man. I was just going to say. You how to oh, stop okay. a knife I was just going right. to say. Okay. So, you're, so we're practicing a certain knife. A knife. No, 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 no. You're going to go to staff. Okay, okay. okay. So come here. Right. So what we're doing here. Yes. Hold on, dude. Stop. I got to explain. All right. So you you, you you come in with the knife, right? Okay. And I, I just started. So I know people give me shit. I'm just, I'm going to. Okay. So you come to go. Go, go. Okay. No. 
No, dude, just do it. Okay. Okay. Shit. Bang. I come. I come Whoa. in, and then I dude. push hard. Right. Whoa. Oh, come here, dude. No. You gotta work with me. You gotta push hard. No, 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 Brian. You cutting your wrist up pretty no, good there. Brian, you right, let me work. Okay, okay do it so again. My wrist right? can't move. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it real quick. All right. Ready? All right. So we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dude, you just let my. I'm sorry, dude. You just okay, Brian. Fuck off! No, no, show me. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. I stole the kid. No, wait. What do I have to do? I do this. Ah, I got back. We're working on a certain move. You fucking fuck. Okay, let me show me. I want to learn. I'm trying, dude. So, dude, this is brand new. I got a bad back. Okay. All right. So what do I? So okay, you guys. This is. Sorry. I want to. No, you're killing me. Okay, so you go. I'm bang, I hit you right there. Okay. I push, I come yeah. in, I push, bang, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come in, bang, ah. I come in. Yeah. Wow! I grab you. Ah, my career. There, there we go. go. There that we was go. it. Guys, be... this is Conspiracy Social Club. I'm getting stabbed to death. Brian's jerking off. The... Can we make that the... Can we please I just opened you all up. It is the uh, thumbnail of Brian with a, a fucking belt around his <laughs> neck. <laughs> <laughs> Hold a pale horse. Hey, dude, have you read this yet? Read it and be confused. It's great. Here, you should read, read it. it. You'll and be love amazed. it. Dude. Or just have it so chicks think you're deep. <laughs> just save that here. That stays in this. <sighs> okay, dude, let's leave this here. This will be. Because I stole the coffee so cup. Fun. I stole the coffee cup. That's great. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters.